0: Hey guys, it's Bianca, and this is episode 21 of the Mock Trials and Tribulations podcast. Um, I've gotten a few more questions since the last episode I did, so I'll definitely be doing another Q&A episode soon. Um, I'm thinking maybe I'll do them once a month, since I get a decent amount of questions. Um, I can't promise you that I'll do them once a month, but I'm going to try to do them way more frequently than I have been. Um, Emphasis on, you know, I'm going to try because it's really hard sometimes to find the time to answer all your questions and then also do them as a podcast. So I'm going to try to get really better at it because the last episode, you guys had a lot of great questions and I've gotten a decent amount of feedback from that episode. So I'm going to try to do more Q&A episodes for you guys in the future. But today's episode, um, it's kind of a cheat since I kind of wrote about this topic for Miss J.D. a few years ago. And if you're not familiar with Miss J.D., it's an organization that's dedicated to helping women succeed as law students and as lawyers. So check them out. They're a great organization Every year, they have a group of writers come on as writers-in-residence. And I was a writer-in-residence in in 2014. And I wrote about my journey from law student to lawyer. And actually, my very first post was about failure. It was about uh, failing the bar exam and just how you have to plan to fail sometimes so that you can get over fear of failure. And one of the posts I wrote for Ms. J.D., Um, is about the topic I'm going to talk about today. Um, And I guess since this podcast, this whole Mock Trials and Tribulations podcast series, was pretty much inspired by the blog that I wrote for Miss J.D., I might as well give myself a pass on today's topic, Um, especially since it's still relevant today. My original post was about diversity in the law. It was called, But You Don't Look Like a Lawyer. And I wrote it because, at the time, I was finding that people would be surprised that I'm actually an attorney. And I've actually had someone say to me that I don't look like a lawyer. And my only regret is that I wish I had asked them what a lawyer looks like. I know I'm not a stereotypical lawyer. I mean, I'm not white. I'm not male. I don't wear suits unless I'm going to court. And even then, it's never a pantsuit. Um, I have a bang and fro. I'm tatted. I did take my tongue ring out last year, but I low-key miss it. Um, When people, you know, look at me and they see me, like, you know, wherever, um, I'm pretty sure she's a lawyer is not the first thing on their minds because the legal profession is kind of, um, I mean, I don't want to say it's racist, but it's definitely devoid of melanin for a variety of reasons, and I'm not going to get into them in this episode But um, I did already in episode two of my podcast series, I believe. So if you care about my thoughts on that subject, as far as, you know, diversity in law and all that good stuff, definitely check out episode two. But um, the lack of melanin in the legal profession does make it harder for people to think of people that look like me as being lawyers. And that also means it has to make it hard for People that look like me, you know, for some people that look like me to think they can even be a lawyer. And as I said a million times before throughout this podcast, I wanted to be a lawyer since I was 12, but I didn't really have any lawyers around me. I have a cousin who's an attorney, but I never, like she wasn't my motivation for becoming an attorney. And the older I got, the um, further we kind of fell apart anyway. So it wasn't like I could really go to her as you know, my role model for being an attorney. I've wanted to be an attorney since I was 12. And, you know, that was after playing the role of a white man lawyer during a school field trip. And, you know, as I said, I hadn't really been exposed to that many lawyers in general, other than, um, I guess, Claire Huxtable on the Cosby show. Because, I mean, I loved her really, like who didn't love her? I half-jokingly tried to convince my fiancé to go to med school or get his PhD just so that we could be the Huxtables. But he threatened to leave me, so there's that. And um, so other than that, I mean, other than Claire Huxtable, I mean, as I grew older, I saw lawyers like, you know, Maxine Shaw from Living Single and Joan Clayton from Girlfriends. You know, so I saw a couple more you know, like brown lawyers on TV and present day, we've got Olivia Pope on Scandal. We've got Annalise Keating on how to get away with murder. And we have Jessica whose name I can't remember because I haven't watched this show in years, but she's on Suits. And I think in real life, she's married to Lawrence Fishburne, but I can't remember her name, but she's the black lawyer on Suits. So, I mean, nowadays, little black and brown girls growing up get to see a lot of lawyers who look like them. And maybe they'll also want to become lawyers too. And, you know, there'll be more of us that look like lawyers. So hopefully I won't have to ever hear again, but you don't look like a lawyer. But um, that's basically what my Miss JD post was about. Um, I'll link to it in the show notes in case you want to read it because I did talk a little bit about other stuff. But um, this episode that I'm doing right now um, it's about the importance of bringing your whole self to work so every now and then I'll read an article about someone who says something like I wore my natural hair to work today and I live to tell about it or I wore my fro to work today and I felt so free and liberated and part of me wants to hit them with that like flock of flame meme face like I can't really explain it but there's a meme with like Waka Flocka where he's kind of just like side-eyeing a little bit and every now and then like I'll hear these stories and I'm like seriously though and then the other part of me kind of feels sad for these people because you know the fact that they even felt that they had to hide a part of who they are especially a part that they were born with like you can't I mean obviously you can perm your hair or whatever but At the end of the day, this is what God created you as. So, I mean, you can't help that. And um, for me personally, and I I also try to look at it from that lens too, because me personally, I've never had a complex about my hair or my skin color. I love being black. I mean, to know me, like for people that know me personally, to know me is to know that I'm a proud-ass Haitian-American chick and I never want to be anything but Um, so I've always just like been perfectly okay in my own skin. Um, and I mean, I might've had some complexes about like weight or whatever, but I've never like hated my hair because it was the way it is. I've never hated my skin because I'm black. I've just always been comfortable in my own skin in that regard. And this goes back to like when I was a kid, I remember being in, um, I was either in preschool or kindergarten. I honestly don't remember, but I came home one day and I asked my mom why my hair was the way it is and why my classmates' hair was the way theirs was. And my mom said something to the effect of, "Well, your hair is like this because you're you, and their hair is like that because they're them. And you know, don't worry about them; just focus on you." And that was pretty much it for me. Like, I never asked about my hair again. I never asked about their hair again. I never wanted or wished for my hair to be like theirs. I was pretty okay and content with my hair the way it was. My mom would put my barrettes and whatever in my hair, and that was that, and growing up, my friends never made any comments or anything about my hair. Um, And I mean, I've always been the only black girl in my class, and I would be the only black girl in my class until I graduated from eighth grade, so... um, It just never was an issue or never came up with any of my white friends that I grew up with. And, you know, fast forward to like years later, um, which really is a couple of years ago. So again, as you guys know, for a couple of years, I struggled with trying to find work and I was just like dead broke and whatever. So I don't even remember how I met her, but somehow I connected with this lawyer who wanted to help me Like, find a job by giving me some pointers to help me, like, pimp out my resume and cover letter and all those things. And one of the first things she said to me when we met was something to the effect of, if you're trying to get a job in compliance, you're going to be working in corporate America, and you won't be able to wear your hair like that. And at the time, I think I had Havana twists. I honestly don't remember. I just had twists. But um, I had Havana twists in my regular, you know, black hair color. Some of them were light brown, but I had Havana twist. And when she said that, um, the side eye I gave her, I'm pretty sure could have killed somebody. Like when they say if looks could kill, I'm pretty sure that the side eye that I gave her was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Um, and if you don't know, I've been side eye in have since 1980 something. So, you know, my side eye game is hella strong. Um, and, you know, no shade to the girls like her who wear their hair straight or have weaves and perms or whatever. It's just not for me anymore. But, you know, whatever floats your boat and doesn't sink mine, I would never make somebody feel bad because they choose to wear a weave or they choose to wear their hair straight. I've worn weaves throughout my life. Um, So, I mean, more power to Um, I'm just not with that straight hair life for me anymore but that's just on me um and actually just to kind of like you know switch it up a little bit I've actually been wearing my hair straight like for the past few weeks I wore my hair straight and that was like for the first time in years that I've worn my hair straight and it felt so weird like blow drying my hair straight like straightening it with a flat iron like it felt weird it felt so like just because I'm just so used to my fro. I've been rocking my fro since like 2011, 2010, 2011 now. So, you know, straightening my hair for the past few weeks just felt so weird. Um, but anyway, you know, like I just feel that we've got to stop telling black and brown women that they've got to wear their hair straight to get ahead at work. So I didn't really appreciate that feedback that I got from that lawyer um, and I mean, she's an older woman, you know, she maybe is in her early forties, mid forties. I'm not really sure. She's definitely older than me though. So I get where she was coming from, but I feel like we definitely need to stop telling black and brown women that they've got to wear their hair straight to get ahead at work. Cause I mean, But my St. John, who is, like, my current girl crush. Like, I love her. Like, any interview she does, I read it. Any, like, anything that she's involved with, like, I absorb it. I'm just, like, borderline, like, obsessed with her right now. And she's living proof that it's unnecessary to do that. Um, If you don't know who she is, definitely Google her. She used to work for Apple. Now she's Uber's chief brand officer. And she's just been killing it for, like, ever. Like she says, she's got all the receipts. So definitely um, Google her. She recently did an interview with Gail King on CBS Good Morning. You can Google that. It's a great interview. She also recently did a podcast episode with Essence Magazine, their Yes Girl podcast. That was also really good, especially when it comes, and she gave a lot of great advice when it comes to, um, like, managing your career and feeling different and what to do and things like that. So definitely check those out um, if you don't know about Bozeman St. John. But she's living proof that it's unnecessary to conform to whatever the norm is to get ahead from work because from day one, she's been doing her and it hasn't, you know, backfired for her yet. And also, um, Stephanie Lavelle, who is the executive VP and chief legal officer of Medicare at Blue Cross Blue Shield in Massachusetts, also, very unapologetically Black, rocks her cornrows super often, including in her official headshot on the company website, where she's pretty much surrounded by a sea of white. So, I mean, hell, I'm living proof. I mean, throughout my career, I've worked in corporate America for financial companies. I've worked in legal aid companies. I've worked at law firms. Um, I've worked at startups. I've worked, you know, I've had a million different types of jobs and so many different um industries and I mean throughout you know corporate America so typically you know conservative companies and I've had red hair I've had you know years ago when ombre was in style I had like the top of my hair was like my regular black and then like the tips were red I've had braids I've had cornrows I've had my tongue ring for the compliance job that I have now for the company that I help out um, I rocked my afro puff to my interview for this job and since starting, I've rocked my fro, I've rocked my afro puff, I've rocked cornrows. Like a, like a month or so ago, I had cornrows. Um, I currently have twists. Maybe they're Havana twists again. I honestly have no idea what kind of twists that I have. Um, true story, I was walking down a random street in Harlem on Friday night, and a lady on the sidewalk asked me if I wanted my hair braided, and I was like, yes, please. <laughs> and, um, and I told her that I wanted twists, and two hours later... You know, here we are. So I don't even know what kind of twists I have. All I know is I have never had my hair braided this quickly ever in life. So, you know, shout out to all the hair braiders in Harlem because y'all are doing the damn thing. But anywho, I digress. Um, for my current, you know, for the company that I help do uh, compliance work for, I handle a lot of important, important compliance projects for this company. And I, you know, I frequently find myself being the only woman in a room with the other white men lawyers that are there. And I'm black, unapologetically. So fro, cornrows, twists and all. Like, I've never felt that I have to suppress myself to get ahead. I've never felt that I have to suppress myself to make people comfortable. I am how I am. Take it or leave it. That's, you know, it is what it is. Um... I guess I say all that to say that we've really got to stop being afraid of being and bringing our whole selves to work. Just make people get comfortable with the real you and how you are, rather than changing your true self to fit a mold that honestly won't even serve you. But like, it also won't protect you from whatever you think conforming will protect you from. Because I mean, let's be real, straight haired chicks get fired too. So if you think that like you have to You know change the way you are to keep a job or get ahead like it's crap because you can do all that stuff and still have a hater and still have somebody who doesn't like you or doesn't feel that you're up to stuff or whatever the case may be so i mean there really is no such thing as job security anymore in this economy employers are so not really loyal So you might as well just be your true self at the office because, I mean, pretending to be something you're not for 40 hours a week is exhausting. It's exhausting just to even think about it, never mind to actually do it. So just embrace your diversity and put the onus on others to accept your diversity too. But, I mean, it's just gotta bring yourself to work. Don't be afraid to, you know, bring your true self to work. Um, I'm not saying that you gotta bring, like, your ratchet let's bump migos at the cubicle so to work but i mean when it comes to things that you're born with i mean like i don't think that you should be afraid to rock your curly hair to work um that's just my opinion i just think you know i'm a true proponent of be yourself and the world will adjust so i i say we just be ourselves and Make them deal with it, not us. So I hope that's inspired some of you guys to just, you know, let your fro fly and whatever other things you feel you need to keep from work, just bring yourself to work. I mean, I'm not I'm just not here for people who aren't here for me, like all of me, not a watered down version of me that you're more comfortable with. Like you got to be just down with all of this. Um, you know, it's kind of like Jay-Z study, the love me or leave me alone. Like I'm not going to change myself and suppress myself and water myself down to make other people comfortable. I didn't do it when I was born. I didn't do it when my mom told me to just worry about myself and focus on me. I'm not about to do it. Um, you know, in this day and age, like I'm just not. And being myself has always gotten me what I want. It hasn't backfired now. So I'm not about to start. So I don't think that, Any of you guys should do that either, but um, I just think we do ourselves, I think we do a disservice to ourselves when we suppress our true selves, so that's basically all I have for today. Um, Thanks, as always, for listening to today's ramblings. Definitely keep the comments and feedback coming. Um, You can hit me up on the gram at attorneybianca. Or you can send an email to hello at attorneybianca.com. And I really hope you guys don't hear that beeping. Um, I'm cooking right now, trying to multitask, and I totally forgot I set a timer. So if you're listening to this and you kind of hear some beeping, that's basically the pasta I've got in the oven. Um, Anywho, I will talk to you guys soon.